Hello, this is Leslie, and I am the host of the Why Not Today podcast. This is a podcast to celebrate people who have been courageous and said, why not today? I started this podcast in honor of my father, Patrick Kane, who often said, why not today? I'm based in Reston, Virginia, a planned community right outside of Washington, D.C., and thanks for joining us today. I'm excited. My guest today is Jeff Robertson, and I always kind of like, before I introduce Jeff and who he is and what he does, um, talk about connections, where you meet people. So I actually, with my Mary Kay business, have, because if you've listened to this much, you know I travel a lot and spend a lot of time at Smith Mount Lake, so I thought if I'm going to be at the lake all the time, I might as well grow my business there. So I joined the chamber and went to an event one morning, and Jeff was there and shared that he could help with businesses, and so we connected, and he works for, and I'm going to get it wrong, but small business, you can I'm the Roanoke, uh, it's Roanoke Regional Small Business Development Center. Okay. And uh, that is a subdivision of basically Virginia's SBDC. Okay. So I told my sister about it and she's like, well, you know, they have those here. I'm like, yeah, but I can, I'm virtual. It doesn't matter. So okay. it great. Um, Jeff and I connected and he's helped me with the podcast and some different things. So in addition to that, he's got a lot of other things going on that are courageous. So I thought I would share um, his courageous stories and his knowledge today with you guys. Um, so Jeff, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little about you and maybe a fun fact people don't know. Yeah, I um, my name is Jeff Robertson and I was, uh, I'm the small business advisor. I'm actually assigned to Franklin County where you're a member of the chamber at. Okay. This is uh, a few years back during COVID as businesses were suffering through is the county saw a need to fund a part-time dedicated position as a small business advisor. And so they were able to connect with the SBDC office here in Roanoke, Virginia to get that position. And I came on board in February of 2022. So I've been working with the SBDC for about uh, six, six or so months now, uh, seven months. <clears throat> so what I do is I work, whether you're you're starting a business, you're in business, our office is available to help you along the way as a small business. Just navigate all those ups and downs and make sure that when you kick your business off, if you're starting, that you kick it off in the right way. And if you're in business, is is uh, helping you get funding, helping you with a variety of issues, whether it's marketing, human resources, you name it. Our office is packed full of knowledge. And the cool thing with that what we do is it's a free service is even though I'm the Franklin County advisor, is the SBDCs are all over the nation. And it's just a matter of anyone who's listening to this podcast, if you're in Utah, Alaska, wherever, you, you should be able to find an SBDC office that can help. So um, that's one of my main things is to just help spread the word about that. Probably a fun fact with me is I got two kids, uh, 10 and, 10 and uh, 12. And, and one of the things I enjoy doing is teaching them how to be business owners at their age as well. And then I actually grew up and lived in Franklin County where I work at. So I'm familiar with all things Franklin County as well. So I like to travel, just like you, Leslie. I'm, I, uh, I like to, to go and see and learn more about what's going on around other parts of the world too, so. Great, well. It's been a wealth of knowledge for me. But what was interesting, too, is you've got, I know you have your own businesses and do a lot of different things. And we talked a minute before we started about how you kind of had to pivot like a lot of us did for COVID. But before we get into that, tell me what was, uh, what does courage mean to you? What's the definition for courage? courage take it. I think for me, it's about taking that chance. 
is, and sometimes in life is, is you are able to, you take a chance on everybody else's dreams and goals, but it's so courage sometimes is having the ability to take a chance on yourself. It's having the courage to take a step toward your goal, whether it be in life, fitness, faith, finances, wherever. It's, uh, it's just making that step toward your uh, reaching what your personal goals would be. So it takes a lot of courage because you get comfortable when you're working for someone else or you're employed for someone else or it's like in our own gyms. So it's, it's easy to sit on the couch. It's way easier to sit on the couch than it is to go walk or run or what have you. So it's yep. courage. And yep, I, I enjoy helping people find that courage too. So, And I can tell. Yeah. And you do lots of different things. So, and you've been a wealth of knowledge just for my podcast from the SBD, whatever yeah. letters, <laughs> but also talk about your business and what you've done. So let's talk about what you've done in your life to be courageous or the businesses you've um, started and how that, how that happened, how that changed or what you had to do to be courageous because of COVID, because that's a big thing. We all had to kind of shift. Yeah, so I had I had uh, my marketing company prior to COVID, so I was working in that, and we were launching in Virginia. Uh, they have driver improvement classes where it's eight hour in person classes, and then we were starting to launch our gym. On a personal note, and okay, those, let me go backwards. How'd you get from a marketing company to driver's ed to a gym? <laughs> yeah, so I, I've had a background in marketing um, for years. That was kind of the mainstay. I, I worked at a dealership where I was kind of the catch-all, do-all, wore all the hats. I, I did marketing, I did operations. I did Big dealership, stuff. like car dealership? Yep. Okay. Yep. So I, I managed I managed all sorts of just different hats with that. So I invested heavily on this personal development, learning more about digital, uh, digital presence and how to grow that business from that digital footprint. So you're looking at from 2007, uh, moving forward, that's back before um, did Facebook marketing, Instagram marketing. Those weren't big back then. So we were on kind of the cutting edge of that. So I kind of taught myself how to do it. Hired a couple mentors that help mentors that help me vet my knowledge because I was unconfident that I was doing the right thing. Turns out I was, and they really helped, helped me with that. So that powering the coach is what helped me along the way there. So as time went on, I just took those skills that I had learned over the years and I packaged them into my own marketing, digital marketing company, because it was still where a lot of folks didn't know how to do that. And conversations yeah. like you and I have had about websites and presence and what, how much money should I spend on my website? How much money should I spend over here? Is right. being able to educate uh, people, navigate through that. So as that went on, was I had segued out of the dealership and I was running that business and I was still a fitness coach. I was working inside of someone else's fitness gym and I knew that I had that passion about just coaching people. So it was one of those things where I wanted to segue into owning my own fitness center at some point in time. And that's kind of what led us into we were trying to find a couple of different things that we could do entrepreneur-wise. And you know, when you get into business, Leslie, it's about solving problems. And we saw a yeah. need in, in the driver improvement space. We saw a need for, for week your classes during the week and daytime classes. And that was our whole goal was, was so many people needed uh, classes, but they work uh, they work night shift and they, or they, they don't want to give their weekends up. So that was a problem we intended to solve, which is we were just going to have a better time slot than some of the other companies did. And right. along with that is we were, we were 
launching our gym and just trying to be in that entrepreneurial space is, is, um, is, is, yeah, there was a lot of irons in the fire, but it was, it's not, it wasn't as consuming as it sounds when it's like, right. it's just about putting the, it's about getting the right people on your team. It's about getting the right people in place. It's, even though you own these businesses, you know, your job as an entrepreneur is to get people uh, to create jobs and to, to help them, um, help pe- find people that can help you run your business so you can continue to grow your business. So we were full speed ahead. And then as you, as everyone knows, it's going to listen to this starting, starting February, March of 2020, things started getting really, really um, crazy with COVID and things were starting to shut down. And then come April is the, in Virginia, they shut gyms down altogether. No more in-person, couldn't go in or anything like that. So that pumped the brakes on that plan. And then the DMV basically shut down what we do as well because you couldn't you couldn't meet in person. There was no oh, wow. gathering of groups. If you remember, there was a phase where you just couldn't gather in person in, in groups at all. Yeah. Um, yep. So there so, goes two businesses. <laughs> yeah. So so that's kind of the backstory. And then so there was a little bit. Of the, the courage is is when I work with other small business owners, is that's the first part of their courage as well is taking their that idea that passion those thoughts and taking action to make that uh, a reality and then you know sometimes when people start a business like a lot of the clients I work with at the SBDC uh, they may be starting and they have these little nagging things that impede their their launch or per, you know impede their uh, progress as they go but it's simple stuff like maybe it's working right. with a bank maybe a loan got delayed maybe whatever not a COVID shut down your business you can't operate right. Yeah. So, so it took a lot of courage just to navigate that. And then I'm not the only one. I had friends that were in the same boat as I was. And then as things start to come back to life and you could only uh, have certainly uh, certain people, you only have eight, 10, 12. Right. Is, is for us on our business side was the courage to continue to operate, to, to, to right. start back in operations. We opened our gym in July 1st of 2020, as soon as the governor said we could go back to in-person. And along these times is one of the, one of the notable things about the Roanoke uh, uh, Small Business Development Center, RRSBDC is what we call it, mm-hmm. but known is they took massive, I wasn't a member of the team, but I stood on the outside and they took massive action on getting information out to clients, getting information out on how to get the care, um, some of the PPP money, the um, the new uh, ERC money, the employee retention credit money. They were holding, they were meeting, holding webinars, Zoom meetings, taking massive amounts of actions to help people be able to keep operating and do that. So that's like the big thing that my office for the county that, that funds my position, they took notice of that. And that was one of the biggest things that that the businesses in the area that we served got to take advantage of was just the massive amount of actions that the SBDC offices took to help small businesses continue to function. That's so, awesome that they were able to help. I remember um, being in business after September 11th, which yes. and I live right outside of D.C., which kind of magnified things a little bit, but Absolutely. it was scary. And it was like, okay, how am I going to exist? And like the last thing you felt like you wanted to do was call somebody and say, do you need lipstick? Do you need makeup? Yeah. Like people, but people needed to be heard and have conversations, but there was a big sales conference that like Zig Ziglar and the big guys put on 
Um, I remember in DC and it was totally free. And they're like, the way to get this economy back is to keep people, the salespeople back out there and the economy moving, which just sounds like exactly what they were doing there is just helping businesses. I I remember that as well. There was a point in time when the president on one of his speeches says, get back to life. We're going to handle this. Go, go, go shopping, go, go visit a friend's restaurant. Stop being scared. It was a big deal. That was a huge deal. I remember that. Yeah. So sorry, I interrupted you. (laughs) No, no, it was great. That's a very great point is just another time when small businesses had to pivot to, to keep going because that yeah. it was a short time. It wasn't as long during 9-11, I don't think, maybe a week to two weeks where it was a big standstill then. Um, but, you know, COVID was months for some businesses. Right. Uh, two, two similar things, but you're absolutely right with that. So that, that's probably the biggest thing. And then watching, standing on the sidelines and hand-holding other clients as they try to navigate, make their dream a reality. And that right. is really neat sometimes when you, when like working with yourself or some of the folks that are in the meetings that we go to and you see that, you see that, you hear the passion, you can, and generally I can see the passion before the mm-hmm. ones and, and, and watching them take that courage because, you know, when someone's, most people are living comfortably at a job and when they want to segue into their own small business, they give up the security of a regular paycheck and they give up security of vacation and they give some security for all those things. So there's not a small business owner out there that doesn't have tons of courage. So you see it. All oh, yeah. Around. Yeah. Yeah. And I know in quitting my job um, to do to pursue Mary Kay full time, which was 22 years ago, the big question people ask, and I think I've mentioned on here before is, you know, what are you going to do for insurance? Yes. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to buy insurance. And, you know, working for somebody else is not a bad thing if that's your passion, but that is not who I be. (laughs) I'm much better working for myself. Um, And, you know, working for somebody else, you're, you don't have unlimited vacations. Like I just got back from two and a half weeks in Florida, followed by three weeks at Smith Mountain Lake before then. And I'm like trying to figure out when I'm going to leave next week. So I have unlimited time off and can have that flexibility. But yeah, it does take courage every day. As you know, you, wanna, you, you hit it. You, you hit the number one thing. You're trying as entrepreneurs, you're trying to buy back time. Yeah. When you're an entrepreneur, you're able to you're able to buy back time and use your time how you want it to be used. Right. And that's okay. And um, that takes courage. Yes. To put you first and put your family first. I know you said your kids are important. You're teaching them the business skills and watching you. And I know my dad, who podcast is kind of honoring, yeah. um, he owned his own business. And I watched him model that where you know, a lot of times after dinner, we'd have dinner as a family and then he'd, he had an office at the house. He'd go work um, on weekends. He'd be doing work, but he'd be at every soccer game and was there. And um, when I was a kid at 16, he actually took five weeks and we traveled cross country, which looking yeah. back, like that's a big thing. And we were talking about it the other day that um, he still worked his business as he was traveling. However, there was no such thing as a cell phone or GPS that we would go drive where we were going to be, find a fun campground for us kids to play. And then he'd get on the payphone and work with the payphone. Yeah. <laughs> like, Roll a cord. You know, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So watching that. And you may, we may have to, you know, a payphone is something that used to be on the side of stores and you could find it in random places. You put coins in them to make calls in case there's <laughs> anyone listening. <laughs> I have no idea what a payphone is. Exactly. I found one in San Diego a couple of years ago at the pier. If you're walking along San Diego, there's just there's a payphone. So I haven't oh, seen wow. one in years. I saw one 
Yeah, I saw one recently somewhere. I was like, wow, what's that? (laughs) So you work with tons of people that have courage in starting businesses, you said. Any fun stories of people that, you know, went against odds and had the courage and just did amazing things, whether the business was amazing or it changed them or changed somebody else? I think you see that all the time. Now, one of the things that the SBDC that we're big on is the confidentiality that we have with our clients. So it's harder to share the client stories without their their permission. So just just keep that in mind. And that's a big deal that I like for folks to know when they're coming in to work with us, because sometimes this is a great segue into stuff that we do as well. Is, is when you and I are working together, it's just you and I. I, that, right. I log our notes, I log my time, but we don't go share your information. So it's not like you're, you have the confidence to know that the, the confidentiality that we have is a big deal. But since I can tell you, since I have started at the SBDC, I have worked with a long line of just various businesses. And, and the one thing that stands out to me is most everybody I've worked with has everything there. They've got it all laid out. It might be over here. It might be there. (laughs) It's in various places on a piece of notebook paper. It is this, that, and the other. They just need the encouragement to go. Right. And and sometimes it's about taking that big list of, I'm going to do all these things. And it's about me stepping in and going, okay, what are we got? All right, well, Look, these are the three things I feel like will move your needle the most inside of your business. Can we work on those? And that's all they need was you like, and I, I'm the same way with, if I take off my coaching hat and put on my business running hat, I have mm-hmm. all these ideas. I got everything running through my head. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah, and you just want somebody to say, hey, pick these three things and go do on those. Go, go, go right. work on that. And I use that from a couple of coaches that's helped me is just, working on about three things that's going to move your money needle because you need, that's what we do in business. We have to have money. We have to have funds coming right. in to be able to succeed. And like you said, be able to buy your own insurance is, is you, you have the ability to go out and create income for yourself. And that's through solving problems. That's basically what it right. is, but you get into, you, you want to work on things that are going to generate you um, short-term now, and longer term money so if you can pick three things that'll do that and i posted the other day is is before i go to bed i try to make a note of those three things what's three things so when you get up the next morning you get up a purpose and you got you know your three things you know what you're doing yeah well it's funny you say that that mary Kay ash she started mary Kay cosmetics was a master at people management i was actually listening to something today she has a book on people management that is required reading for either Stanford or Hartford Business School. And there's some some government agency that requires people to read it too, that she said. But she always taught the six most important things list, um, which make your six most important things you need to do tomorrow before you go to bed at night, not the 300 things. And do you know where that story came from? Go ahead. That actually it was... Somebody uh, went, it was years ago, went to maybe Carnegie or one of the wealthiest men. And he went and he said, I can help solve problems in your organization. And he goes, well, how much is it going to cost me? He goes, you know what? I will help. And then you pay me what you think it's worth. Yeah. And he put into place that six most important things. And what a difference it makes. And I heard something the other day too, say, focus on three things. 
because yeah. we can go all over the place. So I know I'm going to totally pivot here. I know you're in the fitness space and we yeah. kind of talked at the beginning about courage of working out. I've mentioned this before because I used to teach water aerobics and told people, you know, just get up and just, you know, yeah. how are you going to feel if you do it? So I'm sure getting people getting back to the gym after COVID was something important to take care of themselves. Um, I shared with somebody the other day when COVID started, my go-to stress or snow, when we have a um, snowstorm, it's baking. Well, yep. when COVID started, I started baking. I'm like, okay, this snowstorm baking has got to stop soon or we're going to be in trouble. But, you know, people getting back to the gym or just having the courage to work out or get started yep. a fitness because it is one step at a time. So, can, yep. you know, share with us a little bit about why you would say why not stay and get healthy and take care of yourself. The one of the biggest things I saw was people just needed to be back around people. Right. You know, we spent so much time and, and even though, I mean, for me is like the cup full of COVID was, I got to spend about seven or eight months straight with my kids. I, there's that's right. the when people talk about time spent, but I needed to get around adults and I'm real big on the influences that I let in my life. And, and, Unfortunately, I have to go outside to find those business owners, those big thought seekers. I always try to listen to the levels way above me to get better in my life. And people just in general, as they came back into our gym, they were excited to see their friends. They was excited to be back in person. They was excited just to be back in there. But, you know, a lot of the noise that was created during COVID was just about the benefits of being healthy during that whole time. So there was, there was folks that were, ready to get back in just to start working on them. We run a group exercise program. I help mentor and, and work in other personal training spaces and different things. And it's just the mental, you know, the, the work moving weights and it's all good for our body, but moving weights is just as big for our mental health and deloading stress coming in yeah. and just getting because so many people carry the weight of the world around and they don't know how to get it out. And it just leads to just negative energies, negative emotions and negative health effects. So right. just coming in and moving and, and, you know, like I tell a lot of folks, if you don't want to come to my gym, go put on a pair of shoes and go walk your neighborhood, do, do something, just do something to help deload that day. Right. Um, and, and then always do a little evaluation of the influences you're letting in your life is, you know, I, I've been taught over the years and I like spreading the word that you're going to be a product of the five people that you let yep. in your life. And at our gym, we have a big rule about positivity only, no gossip, no negativity. And it's just a big deal that you know, our members can come in in any gym. We can come in and work out in a positive community and, and get lifted up, not pushed down. Right. Yeah. And I think that's one thing COVID definitely opened my eyes to is like, who are we spending time with? And we were, we, closed our circle because we had to be careful who we were around yeah. and I was very selective and as I travel a lot and pop into in and out of town there are people that I really care about that lift me up and that I'm going to make sure I'm spending time with to yeah. fill my soul and give me motivate me and you know just good friends and family and spending time yeah. is important so yeah all these things take courage uh, so I know you talked about introduction um, were there did you have to make choices to close businesses because of COVID? Um, not personally. Um, I held, I had friends. I had to mentor and handhold some friends uh, before I was doing anything with the SBDC. 
Um, I mentored some friends as they decided that they that was in their best interest was to close. And, and a lot of it was because they were ready to move on. Some people, right. some COVID helped people just go on and say, uh, you know, we've been looking to move on. So it was in their, as negative as it, it looked in our, on the community side, oh, it's a business closing. The owner was like, I don't have anybody who wants to buy this. I'm exiting now. It's a good time for me to go. Right. So there was, there was that, there was a small bit of that, but um, some folks closed because they didn't want to take the time. Some folks closed that was launching because they didn't qualify for any of the, the funds that was being pushed out by the government because they were too new of a business. And that was one of the situations right. that we were in. Um, but you know, yeah, we, I had, a I had a little bit of that to where people, we, our, I work with a group of, even in our fitness side to where we, the cool thing for us was we, when we saw it coming and I noticed that we were, we had already started inside of our fitness space on social distancing, cleaning your own weights. We had, we had limited our class sizes. We had added an extra class for overflows. And so we had did a massive pivot is what we like to call to start accommodating because we knew we had that feeling of where it was going and it, you kept right. thinking about the shutdown stuff and some of the you know the in-person things you you kind of saw was going to be a deal so we started really working hard um for the folks i was working with them coming up with plans just on the personal side of what we did back during covid but yeah we had i had friends that exited uh, the gym business i had people that closed i had folks that moved into other businesses, went ahead and took other opportunities. Um, it was, it was, it definitely impacted, you know, a lot of folks that I know. So. Right. Yeah. So um, I know you've given us lots of tips and ideas for businesses and getting started. So what encouragement would you have for someone to say, why not today? Yeah. So yeah, that's always a great Just one. To kind of pull it, it all flows. together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it flows with that, that same thing that we started off with was if you're sitting on that, that business idea and you're, you know, you know, there's a lot of folks that have great ideas and they're, they're fighting where they're at or their life's telling them to change or life's telling them they need to, to take that opportunity. And I think sometimes it's, if you, you have that, if you're looking to start a small business, the first part of it would be is why not connect with your SPDC office today? is Good that idea. is something super powerful and and what we do and most every office has this we have a program called business smart start if you have an idea if you don't have anything set up you can set and go through that class it costs you a little bit but you get in uh, deliverables um, we started charging a little bit for it to cover mailing and then you get a book you get all sorts of things that help you be successful that's what we run out of our office so anyone who's not in business that comes to our office and says, hey, I want to start a business, they go through business smart start before they take any other steps. And it educates them on insurances, laws, just gives them a thousand yard overview of, hey, this is what small business looks like. Because some people at that point say, you know what? I'm going back over here and work. I didn't realize it was going <laughs> it's to be easier. Awesome. Yeah, I'd rather be an employee. I have a friend. <laughs> like, I would rather be an employee. <laughs> I want to do what you do, and I get that, right? So yeah, I've got lots of like, people that like, said that to me, like, yeah, no way. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I like getting my vacations every year, and this is that and the other, and so you have that angle on it. Is is when you're starting is is connecting with your a business advisor first is going to help you. Uh, I always call it that mind feel of business is is you know 
before you go out and sign a, a lease that is way too high than what your business is going to do. That hurts a lot of people. Some folks go out and hire three people and they don't have the funds coming in to cover paper. So we help that initially. It's just like, hey, these are the kind of some good do's and don'ts. If you're okay. in business, why not can go ahead and sign up, just be on the email list for your local small business development center. You can, you can sign up. And then the biggest thing that I noticed, and so I'm always, and I get with my folks that I work with, hey, sign up and you don't have to work with me at all, but get on my email list because here's what happened is I was on the SBDC office. So the cool backstory for me was I had worked with my office on every business that I launched. I knew all the folks oh, wow. there. I had worked with uh, Tom Tanner, who's who's a uh, just a wealth of information when it comes to everything. So I had worked with them. I was on the email list. So as soon as the shutdown started coming, I started getting emails from the SBDC office. Join this Zoom call. We're going to be covering this. We're going to show. We're going to work on this strategy, and they just started putting out tons of information. So why not go ahead get signed up at your local SBDC office get on that mailing list so you're in their system and you don't have to do anything and then who knows we have another downturn we have another COVID event who knows how what's coming down the pipe like you mentioned 9-11 yeah. 20 some years ago and, and then there we were in 2020 again with with COVID is if you're already in that system it's one step that you don't have to take. Yeah, you guys yep. have great resources and yeah. that wealth yeah, and of get, knowledge and help for me. Like even, I know we were texting back and forth about t-shirts and t-shirt presses and where to get, you know, but I will, and help each other. Yeah. It's so. just, um, and if I don't have the answers, but the cool thing is too, is when you do that, you get access. If when you're signed up, you get access to our resource library and most of the programs that we do, we record and post there. Um, okay. and, and all the trainings that we do, whether it may be on QuickBooks, um, financial things, human resources, if we have a speaker come in and talk about intellectual property rights or whatever, generally that's recorded and, and placed inside of our resource libraries. All your trades and email, and I guarantee you the value you're going to get from the SBDC offices will overwhelm the, the inbox time it takes to go through it and leave it <laughs> yeah. off or, or sign up yeah, for I have not jumped on any of those. They keep going. I have a bad habit of working a lot in my business, not on my business. So I need to uh, take some time to work on some of these things. So yeah. this has been a wealth of help for me just to get me a little more accountable. Um, just like listening to your podcast, Leslie, I, I, if there's something in there that I need to refresh on, I'll, I'll flip it on and listen to it in the car. I may not watch it, but I'll listen right. to it in the car while I'm traveling and it gets me, gets my my thoughts where it needs to be. That's that's why I love being in the car. It's yep. You get your brain going and thinking. So I always kind of try to connect back to my dad. And obviously, you never met my dad, and it's kind of a stretch. But I think the things and just that you shared that were connection to my dad is first of all your kids and yeah. being being able to be there for them and teaching them business, which I think my dad was a master at and didn't really realize what he was doing. Um, it's interesting. He always preached like, get involved, help get involved in your yeah. community. And we're all like, yeah, right. But it's interesting to see that I'm very much like him and have done that and got involved and that you're just there helping businesses. And I love that you're willing to help people. Um, my dad actually started the local chamber here where I live in oh, Reston. Wow. Um, and I didn't really realize what it was and what it did. He started when I was just finishing high school and found out later that he didn't even have business locally 
to start a chamber. He started a chamber because he was raising six kids in a community. And I didn't realize really what, how much connection he had until he had had a stroke. And I'd be walking down the street and people were like, how's your dad? And I'm like, first of all, who are you? And how do you know yeah. my dad? You know, but he touched a lot of lives just helping people. And I see you doing that. Just, yeah. I'm just, I still remember, I, I think I'd come in later, went out for a second when everybody did their introductions at that event I was at. And I just remember you saying, sitting in the back saying, if you need help, I've got free resources. I'm like, okay, who is this guy? I need to meet him. <laughs> and I'm so glad I did. <laughs> so any closing you, thoughts? You're, what you said earlier about, uh, that we may have did it while we were just chatting up about your dad cross country and you guys. I, I, I get to travel. Um, I travel a little bit with the SBDC um, to, to whatever's nothing over the top. But I travel a lot with inside of my business because uh, I belong to certain, like I am in a mastermind group and we meet a couple times a year and we try to meet in different areas. And it's just, it's worth the investment for the personal development I get out. Oh, I made a rule the other week I had to go to San Diego and I made a rule when I left, when I was getting out of the car and kids were there, I was uh, the night before because I had an early flight and I was like, guys, I am not doing this so I can travel by myself. Next time I have to go somewhere, either everyone goes or I'm not going. Because I get, when you go, if it's a meeting that I have to be at or whatever, but when I'm out there, I don't want to go. I may be in San Diego or Orlando or wherever, and I'm like, I just go to the class and I go back to the room and they'll call me like, what are you doing? You out having fun? I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go do anything. You guys aren't here. So that's a lot of similarities with your dad. Yeah. It's the investment that his businesses. His, his drive and everything allowed him to invest back in you guys. Yeah, and, and not, his, just his our cross, not just our cross-country trip, but there are many occasions where he yanked us out of school and yeah. he was going on a trip for work and we went with him and you know, it was invaluable. And I remember my niece, her senior year in high school, I was going actually to North Carolina for a Mary Kay meeting and we were going to go stop at Stones Mountain Lake, which she loved, so she wanted to go with me. And it was in the middle of the week. And I'm like, she's like, can I go? I'm like, well, you have to miss school. You have to ask your mom. And she's there. It was her last, it was June of her senior year. Right. And she went with me and sat in the back of a Mary Kay meeting all day. And we stopped and did all kinds of things. And she learned much more than she would ever in a classroom, just business Absolutely. and life. And, you know, and we were able to bond and have that fun. So yeah, yeah you're doing it right. I think it's super, super powerful. And when you, the entrepreneurs that are listening to this is just, that's, that's huge. And especially if you're in the parenting space and, or you're thinking about getting a parenting space is we are creating those, those moments in time. And we only have that, that so much. And, and yep. uh, what did I, I tell my, my members the other day is so you're not fighting life, you're fighting time. And, that's and so just true. Keep, keep, keep that all in mind, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, and I went the opposite way when I was just went to Florida. I went with my 81-year-old mother and my youngest sister. And yeah. yeah, we drove and it was a long trip, but we were and I was gone for two and a half weeks. But I did that because, you know, we're not promised tomorrow and I want to be yeah. able to spend time and that's important to me. So are you doing the things, having courage to do the things that are important for you and yeah, saying absolutely. why not today? So yeah. Jeff, how do people find you? I'm gonna share this with the podcast, but people want to yeah, find so you. The big I, I was going to tell you is for everyone is if you're in Virginia, I would follow Virginia SBDC's Instagram account, their Facebook page. And okay. that way you can, they will help you find, you can find your local offices. But if you, 
it ain't about connecting with me. It's about connecting with that local SBDC office. So if you're near Roanoke, uh, we cover Roanoke, uh, Franklin, New River Valley, Botetourt. It's it's uh, we the RRSBDC, the Roanoke Regional Small Business Development Center. But everyone else in the world is going to be listening to this. Obviously, is just a quick Google search about the nearest SBDC office near me, and I okay. feel like you'll be able to get into that. Now, me personally. One of the easiest ways to connect with me is go to RoanokeSmallBusiness.org, and you'll see Get Matched with an Advisor, and you can scroll down and find me. Now, I service this area here, but if you are struggling with finding an SBDC office and you just got a quick question, shoot me a message. Um, I go by Country Coach on Instagram. If you're trying to find an office and you can't get connected in, it's uh, Country underscore underscore Coach. I will direct you to the nearest SBDC office or I'll find you um, uh, someone in wherever would carry your ever. So for someone in Denver, I worked with some guys in Denver at a conference I was at. There's offices there. They're always looking for folks to come in. So keep that in mind. So don't just think that I'm just representing the bigger picture of what, what's out there for every state has this available to them. And, and it's a free resource for that folks need to take advantage of. Right. And also... We might, you know, I know a lot of people at the lake and Roanoke and yeah. people might be interested in going to your gym. So what's the gym name? <laughs> it's uh, I'm over in Delville. It's Delville Fit Body Boot Camp. But yeah, you don't, you don't um, just, yeah, no, that's great. I appreciate that shout out. So yeah, we're, yeah, we're definitely. You do virtual classes? Uh, no, we're all in. Because I'm not coming to Roanoke to work out. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, look, you to. don't have to come to my gym. I, if you're near there and you need help, I will help you. But okay. I, if, you, if you're looking, just, just Google, you know, a fit body boot camp or a gym near me. But the biggest thing is if you will, if you'll go get you a nice pair of shoes and commit to walking 30 minutes a day, you'll feel better. Just yep. do something. We don't have to be about coming, coming to, to work with me personally, but if you will just commit to taking a little action and spending 30 to 40 minutes a day doing something for you, because as I tell my members and, and people that work with me, if you'll invest in you, you're going to feel better. And everyone else around you is going to feel it too. So true. And this morning, I usually walk every single day. And this morning, I really didn't feel like it. But I knew as soon as I would walk out this cool, fresh air and I live on a little lake, walk around the lake, that I'd be happy I did and feel yeah. better all day long. So, well, thanks, yeah. Jeff. It was so much great information. And we will share information on the podcast. Of course, you can find the podcast on Pod, at iTunes and Spotify, and I think I added to Google. So wherever you can find podcasts, we've got Instagram and Facebook, and we do have Why Not Today gear. We've got T-shirts and cups and vinyls. So if you want some Why Not Today gear, let me know because we all need to say Why Not to get Why Not Today. So this is Leslie and Jeff, and thanks for joining us today. Bye.